when it comes to hiring, it's a bit like going to the grocery store. If we wait till we're on an empty stomach, that is when it's the hardest to make the best hires. And the reason being is if you just lost a person, if you're getting ready to lose somebody, it's a bit like going to the grocery store on an empty stomach. You spend a little too much time in that frozen food aisle looking at stuff. Maybe it looks really good and it's really easy, but maybe it isn't as good for us in the long term. When we're fully staffed and we have the best team, that's when we can really think about it in the long term and make the best decisions for our agency, for our company, for our business. So the big question is this, how do small business owners like us grow our business, grow our leadership and develop our teams in a way that allows us to get our products and services out of the world, yet still remain profitable? That is the question. And this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Bradley Hamner, and this is the Club Capital Leadership Podcast. Hey, before we get into today's episode, did you know that Club Capital is the largest accounting and advisory firm for insurance agency owners in the country, providing monthly accounting, CFO services, and tax preparation? Check them out at club.capital. Welcome to another episode of the Club Capital Leadership Podcast. My name is Bradley Hamden, your host. I'm excited today to introduce to all of you Walter McCone. Walter has been with Career Plug, which is a recruiting and HR company that's based out of Austin, Texas, and they work with over 6,700 State Farm agents and thousands of other insurance agency owners around the country. Clint Smith, he founded the company in 2007 and then built this software specifically for insurance agents in 2011. Walter's been with companies since 2012 and has personally worked with over 6,000 insurance agents total. They really help make hiring easier. We touch on a lot of different topics around not just the software, but also what we're all experiencing right now with the wage pressure that's happening coming out of the pandemic and how we can position our opportunities in our insurance agencies to be able to hire and retain recruit and onboard and mustn't be able to keep the best talent. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Walter McCone. Wouldn't it be a great start to 2021 by having more leads in your book of business? Well, that's where our partners at Direct Clicks Inc. come in. Their team's dialed in approach to running Google ads and online SEO campaigns maximize the quality and the volume of your leads whether that's for inbound phone calls or even exclusive leads through your website. Direct Clicks Inc. works only with PNC insurance agency owners, so they have thousands of hours creating, A-B split testing, and improving online campaigns specifically for insurance. They also understand why each and every marketing dollar matters in providing true results, low paper clicks, transparency, and attention to detail all of which is discussed in depth during your monthly review calls. Reach out to the Direct Clicks team at directclicksinc.com. That's directclicksinc.com and find out how they can make a difference in your approach to generating new business. Are you an agency owner looking to grow your revenue and increase your bottom line? Club Capital is here to help. Built for agents by agents, so we know your struggles. With accounting, payroll, and HR solutions, tax services, analytics, and more, let's get you on the path to serious success. Using data-driven insights, you'll grow your business based on revenue and expense comparisons alongside your top-performing peers. With over $100 million in tracked annual revenue and $70 million in tracked annual expenses, we have the data to help you make better informed decisions for your agency. Let's make your back office less of a hassle and more of the strategic generator that powers the growth to take your agency and your leadership to the next level. Visit club.capital today to book your complimentary, no obligation demo. Club Capital, way more than a CPA firm. Walter McCone, welcome to the Club Capital Leadership Podcast. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Absolutely. So you have been with Career Plug for a really long time. And so as I was sharing with you, background origin story, just people's journeys, how they got to where they are, I think is great. So why don't you share number one, yours, your journey, and then also a little bit about how much Career Plug has grown since you've been with the company. Yeah, you're right about that. It has definitely been a journey. So from my perspective, it's been nine plus years going on in August. And it's interesting because when I started at Career Plug, 
we had just built the software. We were just getting started. So back then we were about five employees just kind of starting out at a small little office. And it's interesting because I had probably been out of college for maybe a year, maybe a year and a half at that point. Up until that time, I'd been cold calling. My previous job was cold calling lawyers. And so when I switched over to Career Plug, I really wanted to work for a smaller company because the only company I'd worked before that point was about 5,000 plus people. So I went from about 5,000 plus people to about five people. <laughs> and it has definitely been a journey because I've had a chance to do almost everything under the sun when it comes to Career Plug. When I started here, I actually started as an intern. So about for the first three or four months, that's what I did. And immediately after that, I jumped into customer service. Again, as a company that's four or five people, when you're doing customer service, you're pretty much doing everything, right? And at that point, we were just getting started. We probably had around 750 to 1,000 customers already at that time. And so I was already taking on a pretty big book of business. So I probably did that for about a couple of years where I basically handled all of our customer service. And then I eventually moved into sales. And so when I started in sales, I had the opportunity to do a lot of things. But since then, I've probably done, for a while I was doing a hybrid role. And now I have the opportunity to work with about 6,000 plus agents. I've worked with sales territory. So I do a lot of strategy presentations. I talk with a lot of sales leaders. And really, I get the opportunity to talk about hiring each and every day, right? And so I've been in this role for about three, maybe four years now. I've uh, done a lot of traveling throughout the years, been to a lot of places, done a lot of big presentations, done a lot of small presentations. But it has definitely been a journey. And I'll tell you this, Career Plug has grown quite a bit since I started here as well. Back then, we were about five employees, but we're about 50 plus employees now. And I've had the opportunity to hire myself over the years. And I can tell you that, you know, even from my own perspective, hiring is not an easy thing. And so mm -hmm. I'm really excited to be here to talk about some of this stuff today because, again, I have had the opportunity to hire myself. And so I can speak to a lot of my own challenges and a lot of the strategies that I've used myself when it comes to hiring the right people. We're going to end up digging in. I mean, I think as we talked a couple of weeks ago, the timing of our conversation, I think, is great. And when this podcast gets released in a few weeks, not much is going to change, right? The environment we're in, the wage pressures people are seeing. And so we're going to dive into that. So hang in the podcast because I want to ask Walter first, just a couple more macro level questions. What have you seen that has changed, if anything? And if nothing has, that, that wouldn't surprise me. What have you seen that's changed in working with other small business owners, insurance, et cetera, since the time that you started with Career Plug until now? And obviously, a lot has changed within the company and the software itself, but I'm really speaking about what you have seen in the conversations that you've spoken to people. What's the biggest change? Yeah, and I love that question because when I started here back in 2012, the unemployment rate in insurance was a little over 6%. Back in 2012, we were still coming out of an economic recovery. And a certain months, the unemployment was even closer to 8%. That hasn't been the case over the last four or five years. In fact, unemployment and insurance specifically, and in certain cases, financial services, has been hovering around 2 3% for the last four or five years. Mm -hmm. And so we've seen a lot of unprecedented things. And I can tell you that at the beginning of 2020 last year, Unemployment specifically in insurance had fallen down to about 1%, which look for any industry that's low, right? And so the way that a lot of our customers have changed their mentality around hiring significantly had to adapt to this new environment that we're in. And it's interesting because some of the things that I talk about nowadays, like being proactive with your hiring. Things like you know, increasing your digital marketing presence, things like looking beyond the resume to identify the right people has significantly changed, right? Back when I started this, the majority of our customers were looking for what I refer to as proven talent, right? People that maybe have experiences, people that have licenses. And I've seen a significant change in the way that agents 
And a lot of our customers are finding people where now they're looking at what I refer to as raw and emerging talent, right? Salespeople that are maybe coming from another industry, which is emerging, and then people that maybe have no sales experience, which I refer to as raw talent. And especially in recent years, the majority of agents that have been incredibly successful are the ones that have kind of opened the horizons to what I refer to as the raw talent category. So the biggest change I've ever seen in the last four or five years has been it's the way that agents are looking for talent and it's the type of talent that they're open to acquire. That's good. What has stayed the same? So I'll say this, what has really stayed the same across the board, and we can probably get into this a little later, is the compensation piece, right? A lot of agents are offering these candidates before they even apply to jobs as far as compensation benefits. That stayed relatively the same. But on average, a lot of the agents that I work with started people around that 30 to 40K mark with the ability to earn a lot more with commission. That has pretty much stayed the same across the board, even though the level of competition has significantly gone up, even the amount of people that are searching for jobs has gone down. That piece has stayed relatively the same. Yeah. And to that point, there was a time that I know myself included small businesses 10 years ago that you could, in some cases, get somebody for a $15,000, $20,000 base and then give them compensation and bonus and structure, whatever, and you get them to the mid-30s. That time has gone. That time has gone for sure. I mean, it is across the country. I'm in North Alabama. I just got back from vacation in Park City, Utah. There were signs on fast food restaurants. I was in Kentucky and Arkansas. I saw it there. I mean, it's literally across the country. You see it in Facebook forums is that people are saying, wow, McDonald's, Wendy's, Chick-fil-A, whatever, In-N-Out Burger, they're starting people at $15, $16 an hour. And now I'm competing with that when I was never competing I never thought I would be financially competing with that. How do you, and I guess I'm kind of accelerating the conversation to the part where we're at right now, which is incredible wage pressure that people have. And people are finding it really hard to get the volume of candidates to apply for their positions that they used to. I mean, just a year and a half ago, they make a post using career plug and we'll certainly get into the software. And then they would get X number of candidates. Now it's that's not the same. What are you seeing out there just recently? Yeah, I, again, love that question because the amount of competition has significantly gone up. The amount of candidates and the amount of employers that are on the job boards right now are pretty disproportionate. And it's interesting because even from Indeed, the amount of employers that are on the job boards is 30% higher than it was pre-pandemic level last year. And so Mm. we're seeing about 30% more employers on the job boards when the amount of candidates that are searching for jobs has relatively stayed the same. When we look at the compensation level, it's interesting because I look at this stuff all the time and on average nationwide, if you look at sales representatives, the base salary on average is anywhere from 50 to 60K base just for sales representatives. When we look at insurance specifically, the average is around 38K base salary. And then if we look at some of the lower hanging fruit, what I refer to as easier to get into jobs, mainly because they don't have licensing requirements, things like that. When we look at stuff like retail sales, the average is still around 38K base salary. And so what a lot of agents don't realize is that we're facing competition not just from other sales companies, but we're starting to see competition come from a lot of other areas as well. It's so interesting because even when we think about benefits as well as compensation, the amount of employers that are starting to offer benefits is significantly increased. It was so funny. Maybe about two years ago, I was in front of a group of agents up in Dallas and there's about 40 to 50 agents, but out of about 40 to 50 agents, when I asked him who was offering benefits, only about two of those agents raised their hand. When we got into a little bit more and we started talking about who was having challenges, those agents were doing the best as far as attracting quality. Now, I'll say this. 
every agent's going to be a little different. Every business owner is going to be a little different when it comes to attracting talent. But the best thing that we can do is we can start to build out compensation packages and we can start to build out benefits packages that are going to be competitive. That's going to allow us to come in at that foundational level to really start to build a winning opportunity. But I'll say that there's all sorts of other things that you can be doing to continuously sell this throughout the process. We also need to start selling this as more of a career opportunity if we want to attract the right people. So we want to have those foundational things, but we also want to offer candidates really a foundational career path they can use to potentially earn more in the future as well. Mm. Those are both great because I really wanted to get into how do we compete? Simply put, that was going to be my next question is how do we compete? Now, I want to spin that and you can certainly add to that question if you would like. I'd like to know what are some of the things that you've seen as a best practice when making a post? And obviously, you can certainly speak to this in a couple of different ways. One is through the career plug software and giving opportunity for people that may not be familiar with you and with your company and what you guys do. But then also just in more of a generalized way that somebody was just going to make a post, say, on social media, on Facebook. Right. And they were going to share that to their audience. What are some of the best practices that you've seen that are working right now? Yeah. For anyone that's ever used or software, career plug builds. Basically, it is a hiring software. In the industry, we call it an applicant tracking system, right? You probably heard that term, ATS, applicant tracking system thrown around over the lot over the last four or five years. But at the end of the day, we build a hiring software that our clients can build their whole hiring platform off of, right? And so the cool thing about our software for those people that are coming in and using it for the first time, a lot of the content is pre-built, ready to go especially if you're in insurance, especially if you're in State Farm, all that content is ready to go. So you don't have to worry about things like the job board's taking out your postings because we've built a lot of this stuff in order to help you make the best postings from the get-go and to really get the best visibility. Now, I'll say this. With that said, again, we build a hiring software just like anything else, just like TurboTax or anything. You want to make sure you're putting the right information in to get the return you're looking for. And so I encourage agents to really think about their hiring strategy as they go in and as they're building out a post. You know, number one, you don't want to use language that's unclear. A lot of people want to go in there, put a title on there like sales ninja or <laughs> top tier producer, things like that. But we want to use language that candidates understand. The fact of the matter is the majority of people that are looking for work probably aren't going to be searching for sales ninja probably not going to be searching for top tier, high end producer, things like that. And so we want to start with language. It's going to be simple and straightforward. Now, you know, I just got to comment on that real quick. I mean, Donald Miller, uh, story brand, he really talks about that. He's talking about it in the context of websites, but he says, don't be cute and clever. Be clear. Don't be cute and clever. It sounds good to you. You told your buddies, you made a post that said sales ninja. The reality is it didn't get you anything, right? I mean, maybe again, a long time ago, it might have, but not now. I think that's such a great point. Yeah. And then with that said, I mean, look, there's so many ways you can sell this opportunity beyond just the title alone. I'm sure we want to use content that's going to get us found. And frankly, the job boards that we partner with, Big sites like Indeed, big sites like ZipRecruiter, LinkedIn Jobs, all these places, they're search engines for jobs, right? And so you want to make sure you're using the right keywords. And you can go in there, you can put sales in the title, you can use as a job title add-on, you can add it to the sections where people are searching. And so you can be found for these key terms, but you don't have to be cute about it, right? We want to be honest with candidates. That's number one. We want to make sure that candidates are having a good experience from the get-go right? And that's the biggest thing that we want to understand is we want to give candidates as good of an experience as we can, not just because they could be a great candidate, not just because they could be a great future hire, but for a lot of small businesses, they can also be clients, right? And so we want to set that professionalism from the get-go. And so that's number one, make sure we're keeping things clear, make sure we're putting the right things on there like benefits, make sure you list out compensation clearly, Make sure you have all of those things on the posting. And then, of course, make sure that when you're- Can I ask you something about conversation? I'm sorry to interrupt, but just before we move on, because I want you to continue on 
you've seen ranges. Somebody says, oh, you can earn between 30 and $100,000. It's like, well, that's quite a big range, okay? And yeah, you may have a sales ninja on your team, top tier producer that is indeed making 80 grand or more on your team, but they've been with you for three years or four years. And so they're, like you said, I'm hiring some raw talent that maybe they have some experience, maybe they don't, but if they're raw talent, then they're going to come in. Do you recommend giving a realistic range to say, hey, look, here's a base and here's what we really expect you to be able to do in that first 12 months so that you're not overselling the opportunity. You're truly giving somebody an, an understanding to say, hey, all in all, first year, you should be around 45 or 50, whatever your number is. Do you recommend that? Yeah, I do recommend being realistic. I mean, we do want to be realistic depending on the type of candidates we're trying to attract, right? You know, I know agents that'll put postings out there for more raw talent. Keep it realistic, 30 to 40 to 50, you know, keep it included in the range. But then if you're trying to hire some more experienced salespeople, then keep it realistic for them as well. We need to increase that base. We need to increase the compensation range if we're trying to attract experienced salespeople. And so 40 to 50, 40 to 60, 40, sometimes even 70 and 80, depending on your market, needs to be realistic. But at the same time, we also need to compete. We need to understand who we're competing with and what the level of competition looks like in your area as well. So one thing I do recommend every business owner do before you even put compensation out there Go to Indeed, go to Glassdoor. They have a free section where you can search for fine salaries in your market. You can see what a salary looks like for the type of job title that you're using. You can see what salary looks like for the exact zip code that you're going to be using. So make sure you understand what that level of competition looks like before you put compensation into your posting. What are some other best practices? So you want to also understand what candidates are saying when they are applying to your job. You want to understand what they're saying when they even Google you, right? You know, it's interesting because I talk a lot about we want to attract the right talent. Well, the fact of the matter is it's competitive out there. If somebody is the right type of person, if they are the type of person that's a little bit more career oriented, if they want to work for a place that's going to help them grow, they may do a little bit of extra research on you. So it can always help to Google yourself, right? Are you the type of business that has 100 plus five-star Google reviews or your reviews kind of staggered, maybe some of them a little bit lower, maybe some of them a little bit higher? You might want to work on your Google reviews because if you're latter, it's going to be harder to attract the right people. Candidates want to work for a place in which they're going to be successful. So they're going to be looking at things like that. They're also going to be looking at your social media. And so make sure if you have social media, it's not just stock photos. It's not just stock postings. Make sure you're customizing it a little bit. It helps you showcase your company culture, things like that. And if you have a website, same thing goes for that, right? You always want to be putting your best foot forward to make sure everything looks professional, even before you put a posting out there. And when you're using something like Career Plug, Make sure that all that social media is connected to your account. That way, if a candidate is looking at your job posts, they can quickly see your other points of marketing, like your social media, like your website. Same thing goes. If you have social media, make sure you're connecting your postings to those sites as well. Because look, hiring is a lot like sales, is a lot like marketing. You want to make sure that you're connecting all of these things building that net to increase the chances of finding the right talent. Do people recognize your agency brand? More importantly, do people care about your brand? At Relevant Marketing Solutions, we partner with you to clarify your message and deliver it through multiple marketing channels, creating a brand that inspires. With over 10 years experience working with insurance agencies, our team can help your agency not only get noticed, but start cultivating brand champions. From creating a logo to putting it on a coffee mug, we are your one-stop shop for all things marketing. We can even produce a video of you drinking out of your cool new mug. Visit us at relevantadvantage.com to learn more. And if you're a State Farm agent, you can also find us at sfagentpromos.com. And be sure to enter Club Capital at checkout for a special discount. That's Club Capital, lowercase and no spaces at checkout for a special discount. Relevant Marketing Solutions, helping you cultivate brand champions. 
Let's talk about recruiting process. So we've done through the best practices. We've gone through and created a post that's professional, speaks to who we are. We've done the work on our Google reviews to have a nice representation there. They look at our social media. They do all of those things and all of those items check the box. It's one thing to have process. It's another thing to actually follow the process. What are some of the things that you've seen and recommend as a real, I mean, I know the way to put it, I guess a best practice for a process of recruiting? Yeah, look, before I even jump into the strategy, I just want to stress something really, really clearly. 50% of job seekers, when we surveyed them, reported that if they had a bad experience, they're much more likely to reject a job offer. And so we want to make sure that if we are hiring people, that we're continuously to sell them all along the hiring process. We want to make sure that we're giving candidates a professional experience. On top of that, we also need to think about how quickly we're getting to these candidates as well, because 30% of those job seekers rank responsiveness as the number one most important piece of the hiring experience. And so we need to move quickly on the high performers. I would say we need to move quickly on everyone. Right. I talked earlier about how we need to do a better job identifying the right talent. There are so many assessments out there. And look, I encourage you to use anything you can when it comes to attracting the right talent. Here at CareerPlug, we build two assessments. And so I encourage each and every one of our clients to send these assessments out to everyone from the get-go for a few different reasons, right? Look, I hire myself. Some of the best people I've hired recently haven't had any sales or marketing experience on the resume. In fact, one of the best people I've hired, the only thing on his resume was that he was a lifeguard. And look, I wouldn't have found that person out had I not sent him these assessments from the get-go. So number one, use these assessments, right? One of them that we build is a 12-minute math and verbal assessment, very similar to the Wonderlick. The other one is a personality assessment we designed around the disc and the Colby. But send them out. Even if you're using other assessments, send these out early. That way we can identify some candidates quicker. And look, I'll say this too, because there's going to be a lot of people that apply to you. Some people may not necessarily complete those, but the ones who do in a timely fashion, between the two, maybe only take maybe 20 to 30 minutes they're probably going to be some of the best fits. And so you want to make sure that we're identifying talent early and we're communicating with them in a timely manner. With that said, we also want to make sure that we're reaching candidates in the right way. The fact of the matter is that 75% of the people that are going online now are applying via mobile device. And so we also want to make sure we're communicating with candidates on mobile as well. Something I will say, we do include as a part of our program, I highly encourage you to use CareerPlug, if not for the hiring process, but also for the texting platform that we have here. Because if candidates have opted in, you can communicate with them directly on their mobile device, which look, for any candidate, when they apply to jobs, they're getting emails from all sorts of other employers left and right. Look, if I'm applying to you, I'm probably applying to 30 other people, and they're all emailing me. Texting is a great way to cut through a lot of the communication clutter. And look, I use the texting piece myself since I've started using it. I haven't had any issue with people showing up for interviews, haven't had any issue with people completing those assessments because I use it as a part of my notifications. I use it as a way to remind candidates. And look, half the time, candidates don't show up for interview. It's just because something came up, something they got lost. I found out the hard way people were getting lost going to our old office, when in fact, they should have been coming to our newer one because I think Apple Maps had an old address on file, right? And so things you may not see, you want to communicate with candidates consistently on. Texting is another great way to use, really communicate with the right people in the right way. That's such good advice. What a great takeaway right there. And I have to say about the responsiveness, that goes the other way too, right? I mean, responsiveness, if you're recruiting and you've done all the work, excuse me, if you're looking for a job and you've done all the work and searched an employer out, and then we reach out to you. And when I say, well, I'm just talking about anybody listening to this podcast and you don't respond quickly. It takes you seven days. I mean, unless you're out of the country, It's like, you don't seem to be taking this opportunity too seriously. And then I have to make another comment. You just happen to be in passing, giving an example as to a gentleman with that, his best experience was lifeguarding. Well, I happen to be 
the president of my local recreation association pool in our neighborhood and the past two pool managers, are you kidding me? They were phenomenal people. I mean, they're fantastic. I would, yeah. anybody would hire them. You talk about quality young kids graduating college. They are sharp as a tack. And I was like, I'm going to hire you. If you can't find a job and doing what you're doing, I'm going to hire you because they are just incredible leaders at 22 years old. And so this kind of brings into the next point, which is don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. And look, I'll say this. So the point of that candidate, I didn't realize this at the time, but I found out in a phone interview that he actually used to own his own business of college. Look, and I get why he didn't put on his resume. It wasn't making him a million dollars. It was a t-shirt business benefiting the Gulf Coast, but I wouldn't have found that out had I not given him that shot initially. And look, I'll be honest, that person, when I ended up hiring, ended up probably being one of the most driven people I've ever hired to the point where I thought he was going to be my manager at some point, right? And look, that's not a bad thing, right? You want to find people that are driven, but you can't always tell that based off of the resume alone. And so if we really want to do a better job finding that needle in the haystack, we really want to start looking beyond the resume to identify the best talent. Again, raw talent, emerging talent, those are the types of candidates that maybe aren't always going to look great on paper, but could go on to be one of your best producers. I guess I got to tee you up for this right now. Why career plug, right? So if I'm not familiar, I've never used it, or maybe I used a platform six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years ago, whatever. Yeah. They know that they've got to be able to compete again, because of the conversation we were having a few minutes ago about where wages and just how the difficulty of hiring now, what is it about the career plug platform and who's a right fit to use it? And then who maybe is not, if there is. Well, there's two major reasons why the majority of our clients are proactive users or agents that use us for years. And number one piece is we give our clients the ability to be proactive with their hiring, right? When you use the service, it's a flat fee, covers you for a whole year, and everything is included. So you can post as many jobs as you need to throughout that year, right? And I really want to stress this in the sales business we should always be looking for the best salespeople. Even if we're fully staffed, even if we have the best team in the world, we should always be looking for the best salespeople. There should be nothing in stopping us, especially now that we've kind of moved into more of a virtual environment. We should be continuously looking for the right people. So that's number one. But number two, we've had the opportunity to work with our clients for really a decade now. And I'll say this, we have a team of hiring experts that can help fill in a lot of gaps. And I'll say this, a lot of companies like to charge for that piece, that service piece, but our team is here to help, right? We want to help you be successful because we understand everyone's process is going to be different, right? Hiring is not a one-size-fits-all thing. And so we have a team of people here that can really help our clients succeed. We build a lot of support articles. We build a lot of things, even if you go to our website. But then you have a team of people here that can help you in a lot of different ways when it comes to videos, when it comes to webinars, when it comes to even just one-on-one conversations. We want to help you be successful. And so that's a huge part of why a lot of our customers tend to stick with this is A, for the proactive piece, but B, for that expertise from the back end. So I highly recommend our customers, if you, especially if you're not already, leverage my team's expertise. And then look, I've already talked a lot about the process. We need to have a winning process. We want to be successful with our hiring. We need to understand what that process is and we need to stick to it because that's ultimately going to help us attract, find the best people consistently. So Build that process. Let us help you out. Look, and I'll say this, right? I mentioned before, hiring is not a one-size-fits-all thing. You can customize this. You can use this in your own processes. You can set up your own interviews. You can set up your own assessments. Even though we already have a lot of that stuff built in here for you, you can customize this to your own process. And any good business owner understands that consistency is key when it comes to finding the right people. All right. So you gave one a minute ago. Give us kind of a behind the scenes thing that career plug can do a best practice or something that you've seen that is like, wow, people find out about that. You've mentioned about texting, but something else that 
maybe a share that somebody else has been able to utilize within the platform that is like, wow, that's pretty cool. And so for somebody that's a current user of Career Plug or soon to be a user of Career Plug, what's something that we could do and go into our systems and our software right now and do that we're maybe unaware of? Well, I love that question because <laughs> there's so many things you can do in the system to really maximize your hiring. I mean, number one, I'll say we are a star partner of Indeed. So anytime somebody applies through your job, they have the click to apply with Indeed button. It's going to make it so much easier for people to apply to your job. However, I mentioned at the top of the call, Career Plug is a platform. I don't mean that lightly because, yes, while we are partnered with so many large job boards, you know, Indeed, Simply Hired, Glassdoor, Google Jobs, Monster.com, all these big sites. I also want to stress that those sites are also hyper-competitive right now. And look, there's going to be good times in the economy. There's going to be more challenging times in the economy. But we want to be building pipelines in other areas. We really want to attract the best people. Think about where you can build pipelines within your community. And I think this is so neat once you have this worked into your processes, but you have your own careers page in the Career Plug system that you can pretty much put anywhere you want to. Look, I'll say this. We hire ourselves. I hire myself. Some of the best talent I've found have been through the pipelines that I've built at local universities. So for the longest time, we were hiring on new people as interns. What a lot of people don't realize is our interns help us hire other interns. Mm -hmm. And so we build pipelines within not only our current employees, but the places that we connect locally, like, you know, the University of Texas, Texas State, St. Edwards, we connect to as many local places as we can, because that's where we're going to find some of the best people. Look, job boards are going to be producing the majority of the candidates that apply. 88% of people are going to be coming through job boards. But what you're going to find is that 20% of the people that end up being hired are actually hired through referral. And so using CareerPlug as that platform, using it as a way to attract talent, build pipelines in another area is really crucial. And so I would say if there's one thing you can really do is maximize where that career page is being posted. Again, I mentioned before, put it on all your social media, put it on your microsite, put it on your website, put it wherever you can. I have people that'll put it on their business card and they will literally hand it out to servers at restaurants. I've had an agent put it in a QR code and a person applied right then and there and became one of his best producers down the road. And so I highly recommend putting this career page anywhere you can because you never know where you're going to find some great talent. Uh, what great advice. I mean, did you know using as a user of Career Plug or going to be a user of Career Plug, if you're listening to this, that you can have your own career page and be able to post it all over the place? I mean, like if you're not utilizing that within the software as an all-in-one, man, we're really missing out. So awesome advice right there. Well, anything that we didn't cover that you feel like would be beneficial for our listening audience? Look, there's so many things we could talk about when it comes to hiring. And I'll say this, anything I don't cover, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to my team about any of this stuff. But the fact of the matter is, is that we need to be more proactive. I cannot stress that enough. Being proactive is one of the most important things. I had Aja put it really well one time, said, look, you don't wait to put batteries into your fire alarms when fire is already happening. Right? <laughs> you want to make sure that you're doing this ahead of time, that you're preparing. We want to be building a pipeline of talent consistently. But at the same time, we also never know when we're going to find some really talented individuals. So that's the way I like to look at it is you never know where you're going to find a sales talented person that's just too good to pass up. And look, right now, that's not a bad position to be in. No doubt. No doubt. All right. So we're going to get into our E9 rapid fire questions, but people want to reach out to your team. They want to re-engage with you or engage with Career Plug. Where's the best place for them to go? How can they connect with you or someone on your team? Yeah, go to careerplug.com. So www.careerplug.com. That's C-A-R-E-E-R-P-L-U-G.com. Go to our website. If you're interested, there's a place you can schedule a demo with us on there. If you're not a user, if you're a current user, you can access our help center with our contact information on there. If you ever have any questions, you can also reach our team at 512 
512-579-0163. So that's 512-579-0163. That goes to the whole team if you ever have any questions. All right. We'll make sure that we put those links in the show notes and in our email. If you're not getting our emails, make sure you go to club.capital forward slash podcast and sign up to make sure that you don't miss an episode and be able to get the links delivered to your inbox and who our guests are every single week. All right, Walter, you ready for the E9 rapid fire questions? Absolutely. Let's do it. Last book that you read. Last book that I read was The Wasteland by Stephen King. I am a uh, very science fiction-y type person, so if you haven't ever read it, it's not really a horror book, but it is Stephen King, so recommend The Dark Tire series if you haven't read it before. A lot of times I ask general, this, <laughs> generally the same questions on this E9, but I got a couple other ones I'm going to ask you different. Sure. Sometimes I just kind of fire, shoot from the hip, <laughs> depending on the things I see. Okay, I see some books behind you. The number one book that you would recommend to other small business owners? So I have a couple actually. It's interesting because Career Plug as an organization has gone through a lot of changes in the last year. I mean, we're reading something called the Entrepreneurial Operating System or EOS. What the heck is EOS by Gene Whitman? If you haven't heard of it, highly recommend it for any small to medium-sized business owner. I think it's anywhere from 100 people to about 250 people. A lot of great best practices as far as setting up your organization. It's a great read, not just for business owners, but it's also a great read for your employees because it's going to give them a lot of insight into where the company is going. So I highly recommend it. It's called What the Heck is EOS by Gina Wickman. And then the other one I like, I don't know if you've ever read it, it's Wooden, right? So it's the book about Coach John Wooden. I kind of think of him as kind of a modern day Confucius in a lot of ways. So a lot of great practices about building winning teams, things like that. Yeah, we're big basketball fans in my family. So yes, I have both of those books actually. I talked with you offline. I'm actually very familiar with EOS and that coaching methodology. Okay. See the golf clubs behind you. What is your best round of golf you've ever played? Oh, you know, I have those golf clubs behind me, but I'm going to be honest with you. I am a terrible golfer. <laughs> oh, I don't even know. I've never hit par, but I'll be honest. It's something that I started in college thinking I was going to use it in the business world. I was like, I'm going to get really good at this. I have never been able to cure my slice. In the <laughs> last decade, I have not been able to cure my slice, and that's something I do want to work on. But <laughs> All right. Some golf pro out there, contact Walt and uh, give him some free lessons, and he'll trade some <laughs> software access. I love golfing, but I'm not very good at it. So, <laughs> All right. What's the number one thing you learned about yourself during the pandemic? Oh, wow. I feel like I've learned a lot just being in quote-unquote office with my wife now each and every day that's helped me practice a lot of patience between that and our dog we've had to really kind of get back into it but one big thing I have really learned about myself is I'm actually a decent coder I actually started learning software engineering kind of as like a side hobby at the beginning of COVID but I've actually become pretty decent at coding since the end of last year so I've learned a lot about myself, but I have a lot more focus than I used to back when I was in an office or commuting four hours a day. That's a good answer. I did not learn that about myself one day. Okay. (laughs) Your favorite movie of all time? Again, you know, I mentioned before, I'm really into sci-fi stuff. I remember growing up, I was really into, I don't know if you ever remember that Bruce Willis movie, The Fifth Element. Who would you love to sit on a 10-hour flight next to? There's so many people that... I could sit next to you on an airplane. Trust me, I've had plenty of conversations on an airplane. But if I'm being honest with myself, I grew up here in Austin, Texas. One of my biggest heroes growing up was Willie Nelson. I would love to sit next to that guy for four or five hours and just pick his brain about life and stuff. But yeah, I would love to sit next to him. Or, you know, look, if he was still alive, I'd love to sit next to David Bowie. He's a huge music fan, but love to pick their brains about, you know, life in the business and things like that. When you're not working, what do you love to do? Oh, man, I do so many things on the side. I've probably had about 
15, 20 hobbies over the years. Right now I have a great garden going on, but if I'm being honest, what I really love to do in my spare time, my wife and I do a ton of hiking, do a ton of camping. Um, huge outdoors person. I'm a big DIYer too. I love to build things as well, but look, there's nothing like doing a five, six mile hike to the top of a mountain, just seeing everything for miles and miles on end. So I absolutely right. love hiking, absolutely love camping. Austin, Texas, are you a Longhorns fan? Absolutely. You're born and raised. When you're born here, you gotta be a huge Longhorns all right. fan. All right, all right, here we go, here we go. Over, under, nine wins and 2021 season <laughs> i have hope i have hope i'm gonna go over but again i got <laughs> you gotta have hope i'm so glad steve sarkeesian is out of alabama and i'm an auburn guy everybody who listens to this podcast knows that i am so glad that he is gone and uh wish him the best and just glad he's away from the sec all right here we go last question it is the club capital leadership podcast what is the best piece of leadership advice you've ever received so i'll say this and it kind of goes along with some of the stuff that i've already talked about here but i had a sales leader put really well one time when it comes to hiring it's a bit like going to the grocery store if we wait till we're on an empty stomach that is when it's the hardest to make the best hires and the reason being is if you just lost a person you're getting ready to lose somebody it's a bit like going to the grocery store on your stomach. You spend a little too much time in that frozen food aisle looking at stuff. Maybe it looks really good and is really easy, but maybe it isn't as good for us in the long term. When we're fully staffed and we have the best team, that's when we can really think about it in the long term and make the best decisions for our agency, for our company, for our business. So I highly recommend you know, again, be proactive with your hiring, be proactive with things. Um, that's going to help you make the best hires in the long term. Well, great to have you on the podcast. Hope to have you back on in the future. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Recruiting has been a big part of conversations with so many different people, whether it's an insurance agency owner, a small business owner, coach, consultant, obviously people that work specifically in the recruiting space, but not many of them have had the a volume of being able to work with other insurance agency owners, small business owners and their teams as Walter and certainly the team at career plug has, they have continued to work to improve that software over time. I encourage you to go to careerplug.com, reach out to them. You know, there's a few things that we spoke about a few best practices. I thought that really caught my attention. Number one, just being very clear. Don't try to be cute and clever with your language that you have for your job hosting. Be professional. Be responsive. We think about as we're recruiting an employee to our businesses, I put in just for them to be responsive. But he also said, hey, they're also looking at uh, YouTube. You're looking their social media up. They're looking your social media up. You're looking at Google reviews for things that you do. Well, they're looking at yours too. And I think it's so important, not just whenever we're thinking about getting new customers and how important that is, but also when we're trying to get some of the most important assets in our business. And then that's our teams. And he also talked about just how raw and emerging talent. I love the way that he positioned at the beginning of our conversation and that how more and more small business owners are looking at that raw talent, talent that they don't have experience in your specific industry, whether it's insurance or whatever, and how you're working to really develop them. I thought his specifics he gave around what he's seen with base salaries was really helpful for all of us. I don't know how many times he said it, but I think he was really driving home a point about how important it is to be proactive in the very last Enon rapid fire question I asked him about that in the analogy or I guess metaphor he gave with going to a grocery store whenever you're hungry and using that in the context of recruiting, I thought was really profound. And so be intentional. If your agency is hitting all cylinders, have you let your foot off the gas, right? Have you been tapping the brake and saying, hey, we're not going to be recruiting right now because we don't have a spot open. Now is the time that you actually have all the leverage to do so. So if nothing else, I hope that this podcast has recommitted you to being consistent in your recruiting patterns, regardless of where you are in your insurance agency. Obviously, you need somebody right now. It's obvious. Reach out to the team at Career Plug. But even if you're humming on all cylinders, now is the time. In fact, probably the best time to actually be recruiting for your insurance agency or your small business in general. Hey, once you get those team members, you got to be able to get them some leads, right? So I'm sure that you've bought leads over the years. 
Some of them have worked good. Some of them have not worked good. You switch lead companies, et cetera. Some of the best leads that you can get are people that are searching and looking for an online option. And they want to see a really solid online presence. And depending on what aggregator, what website they may find you or what directory they may find you, you want to make sure that that is all matching up. So you got to have a really strong SEO presence. And that's where direct clicks comes in. Also, they're going to be able to help you to get some really high quality leads through their pay-per-click campaign, their PPC campaign through Google. And Google is changing all the time. And it's so hard for you as an individual to stay on top of the changes. Think about all the changes that have happened just recently in the fight that's happening with Facebook and with Apple. And Google is constantly changing their algorithms. And so you want to be able to work with a company that's going to stay on top of that and is going to make the necessary changes in your program. Even a company that, hey, when it's Labor Day or Memorial Day or Fourth of July and you're off on a Monday, is your company going there making those changes to your pay-per-click campaign so that you're not actually spending money on a day that you can't convert those leads? Those are all the things, examples of where Direct Clicks is going to be able to help you. Reach out to the team at Direct Clicks inc.com, directclicksinc.com. Whenever I was talking to Micah, the CEO at Club Capital, Career Plug is one of the vendors that they see so often on the income statements or the expenses reports for the insurance agents that they work with. And those for a good reason, right? And so they're able to see exactly where people are investing their money and where they're getting the great return on investment. Make sure if you're not getting the kind of perspective of your financials that you need to be able to make better decisions during your business, you owe it to yourself. Go to club.capital, book a no obligation demo and see for yourself and compare that to what it is that you're doing now. The team over there will walk you through exactly some of the items that you'll get and just the perspective that you're going to have in your financials that you don't have today. Go to club.capital. You owe yourself to be able to make and have and run the business. Just was doing a podcast earlier today and it came up and it was about running the business like a public company. Take your private company and run the business like a public company. And one of the most important things that you can do with that is have a better grip on your financials. Make sure you go to club.capital and see how they can turn your back office into really the strategic generator that can move your business forward and help you grow your business, ultimately grow in your leadership and grow and develop your team. Until next episode, everyone, lead well.